For he says, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He could see Jesus here was not yet, in, was not in his kingdom, but he knew that he was going to come into his kingdom. And his prayer was, remember me. Good morning, my friends. Today is Good Friday. And the question we are going to ask ourselves is, what is Good Friday all about? Why is it good? Uh, and so our topic today is, how to be saved, a lesson from Aviv. And we're going to be reading from Luke chapter 23, verses 32 to 43. My name is Nimrod Bae from Koinonia Ministries, Nairobi. I'm glad to be with you on this Good Friday to talk about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and what his crucifixion means for each one of us. Shall we pray? Our dear loving Savior, our King and our Lord forever, we thank you for loving us so much that you offered yourself as a sacrifice and died on the cross and shed your blood that we may have life and have it abundantly that we may have the gift of eternal life. We now come to hear your word with a great expectation. Help us, Lord, to understand what is the meaning of Easter, Good Friday, Easter Sunday. What are the implications for our lives that you die? We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ, our loving Savior. Amen. So, our reading is Luke chapter 23, verses 32 to 43. Two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. When they came to the place called the skull, there they crucified him along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. The people stood watching, and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, He saved others. Let him save himself if he is the Christ of God, the chosen one. The people stood watching, and the rulers sneered at him. They said, He saved others. Let him save himself if he is the Christ of God, the chosen one. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine vinegar and said, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was a written notice above him which read, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who hung there hard insults at him unto the Christ Save yourself and us. 
But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God? He said, since you are under the same sentence, we are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, I tell you the truth. Today, you will be with me in paradise. Amen. That is the word of God. Now, Good Friday then is a, is a holiday that is celebrated in many parts of the world. And it is celebrated to commemorate the day Jesus was crucified after a mock trial before Pontius Pilate. The charge leveled against Jesus was that he had claimed to be the Son of God. Now Pilate found Jesus innocent and wanted to let him go. But the high priest and the leaders and the teachers of the people incited the crowd and caused them to demand Jesus' crucifixion. So crucify him, they cried. Crucify him. The crowd screamed. Now out of fear, Pilate gave in to their demand and had Jesus crucified. Now according to Matthew's gospel, Pilate even washed his hands saying, I am innocent of this man's blood. It is your responsibility. The crucifixion is estimated to have taken place on Friday, on a Friday in 33 AD. And the question I would like us to ask ourselves at this point is this. Do you think Jesus was guilty or not? And the second question is, what would you have done in Pilate's place? Now Luke tells us that two criminals were crucified with Jesus, one on his right, the other on his left. And then Jesus said, forgive Father, I mean Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. Them here of course refers to those who are crucified him, those who are falsely accusing, accusing him. And so the next question I would like us to ask ourselves, seeing that Jesus calls God Father, do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God or not? Now our lesson this morning is based on the two criminals and particularly how they responded to these questions that we have asked ourselves. Now, one of the criminals mocked and, Jesus, and, and, and insulted Jesus, saying, Until the Christ, save yourself and us. 
obviously this first criminal did not believe that Jesus was the Christ or the son of God but not so the second criminal this one rebuked the first criminal saying don't you fear God since you are under the same sentence we are punished justly for we are getting what our deeds deserve but this man meaning Jesus this man has done nothing wrong then turning to Jesus the second criminal said Jesus remember me when you come into your kingdom and Jesus said to him I tell you the truth today you will be with me in paradise here is our lesson from a thief the second thief in particular the lesson is on how to be saved how to receive salvation in Christ Jesus now we know that Jesus was crucified in order to take away our sins that we might be saved that we might have eternal life now many people go to church and they hear the word many times many years many decades and yet they never ever come to what is called saving faith they never come they never accept Jesus into their lives as lord and savior so let us learn from this second thief how we all may be saved now number 1 lesson number 1 from this thief is that he accepted his own failure he admitted his own sin the man feared god and knew that he was a sinner don't you fear god he asked the first criminal we are punished justly for we are getting what our deeds deserve this criminal knows that um, he was being crucified because he had because he had committed a crime and he was quite happy with that he was quite satisfied with the justice of that case and so he says don't you fear god look this man is being crucified as we are being crucified but he is innocent this man was a man who knew uh, a bit of uh, elements of justice but see admitting our sins is something that many people avoid they will not accept it they know that they have sinned but don't want to admit it they know they have offended or hurt others but they don't want to say i am sorry my friend there is no help for such people because unless you admit that you have sinned and you are needing Jesus's forgiveness you will never be forgiven it doesn't matter how many times or how many years you attend church you don't get 
saved until you have desired in your own heart to be set free from the burden of sin. So the second thing that the thief did is that he recognized Jesus for who he was. The crowd were mocking Jesus and insulting him. If you are the Christ, why don't you save yourself? Why don't you come down from the cross? Oh, well, she was one of your miracles. And the priests and the teachers of the law and the leaders of the, and the, leaders of the people and the soldiers all agreed as one. If you are the Christ, save yourself and let's see it happen in our eyes. But the second thief recognized Jesus for who he actually is. The son of God. A king with a kingdom. For he says, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He could see Jesus here was not yet, in, was not in his kingdom. But he knew that he was going to come into his kingdom. And his prayer was, remember me. Remember me. And for recognizing Jesus. For recognizing Jesus as a king as Lord, as Son of God and whose kingdom is forever. Jesus gave him a ticket to paradise that very day. My friends, that's why I, 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 I think we need to be challenged by this criminal. He has done what many people throughout the centuries have refused to do. To recognize Jesus. Even though the evidence is obvious that this man was from God and he is God, they would not accept him into their lives. Now, Pilate had asked, are you a king? And uh, you'll notice that um, in all the Gospels, Jesus refused to answer any other question. All other questions, he refused to answer except that question. Are you a king? Uh, 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 and, and he said, yes. It is as you have said. But um, John, or John put it a little differently. Uh, he says, you are a king then? And Jesus answered, you are right in, in saying I am a king. In fact, for this reason I was born for this I came into the world to, to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. The amazing thing, as I have already noted, it was not the priests, nor the teachers of the law, nor anybody else said these words. The, the words that were said by the thief, but it was a criminal who was being crucified for being engaged in robbery. What shall we say then? What shall we say, my friends, except to learn from this thief two things? That the thief admitted that he is a, he, he is, he, he is a sinner needing forgiveness. Number two, he recognized Jesus to be the Son of God and the Messiah who was coming to deliver us from our sins. And therefore he was admitted into paradise because he showed that he knew the truth and he was ready to admit his own sin. Now the Bible says, my friends, 
that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him raised him from the dead you will be saved for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified and with your mouth that you confess and you are saved this is Romans 10 9 to 10 so let us take not take not 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 then of what verse 35 tells us that a huge crowd was gathered on the hill at Calvary where Jesus was being crucified and all they did was watch and as if it was a, a bit of entertainment none of them ever received this salvation many of them were good people decent people uh, uh, you know uh, temple going people who offered their sacrifices and stuff but they probably all died in their sins and forgiven and yet the savior of the world was right there in their midst in their midst dying on their behalf many the same manner my friends many church going people are going to perish in the same manner become because they come to to church as a social duty as an obligation but not to learn and uh, and to receive the offer of salvation that Jesus offers an old easter favorite says there is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins and sinners plunged beneath the flood lose all their guilty stains and then it goes on the dying thief rejoiced to see the fountain in his day and there may i though vile as he wash all my sins away my dear friends there is indeed a pool of divine blood at the foot of the cross come and wash away your sins come now it is for you that jesus died it is for you that this blood was shed all of human kind have sinned and stand guilty before the seat of judgment and so it is no use denying that you are guilty of sin come to jesus now and be saved my friend the consequences of rejecting jesus now are terrible thank you for hearing let us offer ourselves to Jesus Christ and receive him into our hearts as lord and savior let us pray thank you lord for speaking to us thank you lord for the message of easter thank you for the love that you demonstrated there at easter father it is up to me now to make a decisions to make a choice as a as a thief made a choice to recognize you and to confess you as as a king and the lord just as you said you are i pray lord that those who have heard this message and the millions of people who will hear this same message throughout the world will give it close attention so that those who do not yet believe will believe and confess Christ with their own lips as the scripture has told us i want to pray for all those who are hurting this christmas all those who are in sorrow and in grief and pain 
the good news is that Jesus came for all of us, for them as well. May they receive healing in Jesus' name. May they receive comfort in Jesus' name. May, may, may they receive joy in Jesus' name. And we pray in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Amen. Amen.